Front Matter and Preface of Barclay's Treatise. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Front Matter to A Treatise Concerning the Principles of Human Knowledge, Part 1, by George Barclay. To the Right Honorable Thomas, Earl of Pembroke, etc., Knight of the Most Noble Order of the Garter, and one of the Lords of Her Majesty's Most Honorable Privy Council. My Lord, you will perhaps wonder that an obscure person who has not the honor to be known to your Lordship should presume to address you in this manner, but that a man who has written something with a design to promote useful knowledge and religion in the world should make choice of your lordship for his patron will not be thought strange by any one that is not altogether unacquainted with the present state of the church and learning and consequently ignorant how great an ornament and support you are to both yet nothing could have induced me to make you this present of my poor endeavors were i not encouraged by that candor and native goodness which is so bright a part of your lordship's character. I might add, my lord, that the extraordinary favor and bounty you have been pleased to show towards our society gave me hopes that you would not be unwilling to countenance the studies of one of its members. These considerations determined me to lay this treatise at your lordship's feet, and the rather because I was ambitious to have it known that I am with the truest and most profound respect on account of that learning and virtue which the world so justly admires in your lordship my lord your lordship's most humble and most devoted servant george barclay preface what i here make public has after a long and scrupulous inquiry seemed to me evidently true and not unuseful to be known particularly to those who are tainted with skepticism or want a demonstration of the existence and immateriality of god or the natural immortality of the soul whether it be so or no i am content the reader should impartially examine since i do not think myself any further concerned for the success of what i have written than as it is agreeable to truth but to the end this may not suffer, I make it my request that the reader suspend his judgment till he has once at least read the whole through with that degree of attention and thought which the subject matter shall seem to deserve. For, as there are some passages that, taken by themselves, are very liable, nor could it be remedied, to gross misinterpretation, and to be charged with most absurd consequences, which, nevertheless, upon an entire perusal, will appear not to follow from them. So, likewise, though the whole should be read over, yet, if this be done transiently, it is very probable my sense may be mistaken. But to a thinking reader I flatter myself it will be throughout clear and obvious." As for the characters of novelty and singularity, which some of the following notions may seem to bear, 
it is i hope needless to make any apology on that account he must surely be either very weak or very little acquainted with the sciences who shall reject a truth that is capable of demonstration for no other reason but that it is newly known and contrary to the prejudices of mankind thus much i thought fit to premise in order to prevent if possible the hasty censures of a sort of men who are too apt to condemn an opinion before they rightly comprehend it end of front matter and preface